Chapter 19 Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now beyond there was a man named Zacharias, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was short of stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacharias, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. For when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacharias stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half my goods to the poor, and if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he is also a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now, as they heard these things, he spoke another parable, because he was near Jerusalem, and because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately. Therefore he said, A certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom, and to return. So he called ten of his servants, delivered to them ten minas, and said to them, Do business till I come. But his citizens hated him, and sent a delegation after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And so it was, that when he returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants, to whom he had given the money, to be called to him, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first, saying, Master, your mina has earned ten minas. And he said, Well done, good servant, because you are faithful and a very little have authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Master, your mina has earned five minas. Likewise, he said to him, You also be over five cities. Then another came, saying, Master, here is your mina, which I have kept put away in a handkerchief, for I feared you, because you are an austere man. You collect what you did not deposit, and reap what you did not sow. And he said to him, Out of your own mouth I will judge you, you wicked servant. You knew that I was an austere man, collecting what I did not deposit, and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank, that at my coming might have collected it with interest? And he said to those who stood by, Take the mina from him, and give it to the one who has ten minas. But they said to him, Master, he has ten minas. For I say to you, that to everyone who has will be given, who has will be given, and from him who does not have, even what has he has will be taken away from him. But bring here those enemies of mine, who did not want me to reign over them, and slay them before me. When he said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, when he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany at the mountain called Olivite, that he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village opposite you, where as you enter you will find a colt tied on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you why are you loosing it, thus you should say to him, Because the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went, the, went their way and found it just as he had said them said to them but as they were loosing the colt the owners of it said to them why are you loosing the colt and they said the lord has need of it and they brought it 
brought him to Jesus. And they threw their own clothes on the colt, and they set Jesus on him. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen and saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. Now as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If you had ever known, if you had known, even you especially in this your day, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you and close you on every side, and level you and your children within you to the ground, and they will not leave in you one stone upon another, because you did not know the time of your visitation. Then he went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in it, saying to them, It is written, My house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And he was teaching daily in the temple, but the chief priests and the scribes and the leaders of the people sought to destroy him, and they were unable to do anything, for all the people were very attentive to hear him. Now it happened on one of those days, as he taught the people in the temple and preached the gospel, that the chief priests and the scribes together with the elders confronted him and spoke to him, saying, Tell us by what authority are you doing these things, or who is he? Is he who gave you this authority? But he answered and said to them, I also will ask you one thing, and answer me. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or from men? And they reasoned among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, all the people will stone us, for they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know where it was from. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Then he began to tell the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard, leased it to the vine dressers, and went into a far country for a long time. Now at vintage time, he sent a servant to the vine dressers that they might give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the vine dressers beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Again he sent another servant, and they beat him also, treated him shamefully, and sent him away empty-handed. And again he sent a third, and they wounded him, and also cast him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Probably they will respect him when they see him. But when the vine dressers saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, what will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those vine dressers and give the vineyard to the others. When they heard it, they said, Certainly not. Then he looked at them and said, What is it? What then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief of the corner. Who falls on that stone will be broken, but on whoever it falls, it will grind him to powder. And the chief priests and the scribes in this very hour sought to lay hands on him, but they feared the people. 
So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be righteous that they might seize on his words in order to deliver him to the power of the authority of the governor. Then they asked him, saying, Teacher, we know that you say and teach rightly, and you do not show personal favoritism, but teach the way of God in truth. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Why do you test me? Show me a denarius. Whose image and inscription does it have? They answered and said, Caesar's. And he said to them, Render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. But they could not catch him in his words in the presence of the people. And they marveled at his answer and kept silent. Then some of the Sadducees, who deny that there is a resurrection, came to him and asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote to us that if a man's brother dies having a wife, and he dies without children, his brother should take his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers, and they took first a wife and died without children. And the second took her as a wife and died childless. Then the third took her, and in the manner seven also. They left no children and died. Last of all, the woman died. Therefore in the resurrection, whose wife does she become? For all seven had had her as a wife. Jesus answered and said to them, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are counted worthy to attain that age and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. Nor can they die any more, for they are equal to the angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. But even Moses, showing in the burning bush passage that the dead are raised, when he called the Lord God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, for he is not the God of the dead, but the living, for all live to him. Then some of the scribes answered and said, Teacher, you have spoken well. But after that, they dare not question him any more. And he said to them, How can they say that Christ is the son of David? Now David, David himself said in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore David calls him Lord, how is he then his son? Then in hearing of all the people, he said to the disciples, Beware of the scribes who desire to go around in long robes, love greetings in the marketplace, the best seats in the synagogues, and the best places at the feasts, who devour widows' houses, and for pretense make long prayers. These will receive great con greater condemnation.